It's the 19th hole with Michael Williams. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the 19th Hole. Michael Williams here, your host, bringing you the best of golf and golf lifestyle week after week. You know, I'm really excited about this week's show. You know why? Because it's all about Las Vegas. I went to Vegas for the first time, really, last year. This is actually the one-year anniversary of my first visit to Las Vegas, to really see it, to really experience it. And I'm still tingling. I I I still have these these memories of this amazing experience that I had in Las Vegas. So many people had been there and told me about it, but I really didn't think that, w- that it was for me, but it was for me. And partially because I really didn't understand how good the golf was there. Because, you know, it's always great when you can go to a place and you can play some uh, outstanding golf. And Vegas really has it um, as good as any other city that you can name. The proof of that is the fact that the PGA Tour has chosen to spend two straight weeks in Las Vegas. Um, You know, they don't go places where golf isn't good. And you just, as I said, you can't have better golf. And then the experience off the golf course is is second to none. I mean, Las Vegas is Las Vegas. There's literally no place like it. Um, So I want to just share a little bit about my trip last year and what the folks out there showed me so that you can sort of set up your dream trip. I'll, I, I'll give you my trip and you can use that as a template. Add on to it, trim from it, but believe me, this is a very good basic way to spend your time if you go out to Vegas. I'll share that with you in a minute. Joining me to talk about Las Vegas and all the things that are going on there right now in the golf world are three uh, stellar guests. We have Brian Hawthorne, who is from win las vegas that's where i stayed when i was there it's an unbelievable property a great place to to post up when you go to las vegas and they also have the win las vegas golf course uh, which opened last year to rave reviews uh, so he's going to talk about the win uh, experience on and off the course we also have chris Wandell from the pga tour to talk about the new options for wagering and gaming that are going to be on screen during the cj cup at shadow creek this week uh Golf is embracing, you know, the whole gaming and wagering thing. They already had the fantasy thing down. Now it's just straight up wagering. And you'll be just amazed when you hear about the options that are here now and the options that are coming in the future. Probably, even if you're not a betting type, you're going to want to have some fun with this one. And also we'll have Jason Edmiston. He is the head golf professional out of the Las Vegas Country Club. Las Vegas Country Club is soaked, steeped in history and in lore. It's where the Rat Pack played. You had Frankie and Dean and Sammy and Joy Bishop and all those guys out there playing on that golf course. You've had Michael Jordan playing on that golf course. It's got stories. It's literally where the bodies are buried. <laughs> so you're really going to love this segment. Not just kidding about that bodies are buried thing. Really, it's a wonderful, uh, just historic place. And if you're into the movie Casino, um, you'll know this uh, the stories about this course very, very well. I think you'll You'll love it. If you're a mob history guy like I am, Rat Pack guy, and a golf guy wrapped into one, you're going to love that thing. So we got three great guests to sort of give you the bug to uh, get back out to uh, to Las Vegas when you feel that it's safe and appropriate. Um, so for my trip last year, I was invited out to take a look at the opening round of this win uh, golf course. It's a golf course that was scheduled to close, but they decided to keep it open um, it, it's one of only two golf courses that are on the strip 
I mean, the golf course is right there on the strip. Come on, man. I mean, it doesn't get any more um, convenient. It doesn't get any better than that. And uh, the, uh, the group of writers, um, good friends, uh, went out there and, uh, to check out, check out the golf course in Las Vegas. And the good folks at Las Vegas Tourism asked me to stay over a couple of days so that I could get a full experience and not just have one or two days and play the golf course one time. They wanted me to get a full experience for, for Las Vegas. And they were very kind because, as I say, I hadn't really been to Las Vegas. Complete fact check. I'd been once, but I'd been with, uh, I, I, I was working at the time, I was working with a company, went to a Las Vegas trip. And the only thing we did was have uh, lunch with three candidates for a job position we were trying to feel, fill. And then we got out of there. I literally saw nothing except the, uh, uh, the, what, one of the restaurants there and my room. I wasn't a gambling guy. I don't sit down at the slots. I made it out. I was there for three days and didn't uh, gamble a nickel because it just, you know, just is not my thing. But um, this was, so this was an opportunity to sit, really see Vegas at its finest. Uh, they put us up at the Wynn. We were playing the Wynn Golf Course. We stayed at the Wynn. I got to stay in one of the tower rooms. Um, I think I was on the 36th floor, 37th floor. Uh, unbelievable view of the city and the mountains. Uh, the the room was just elegant and, you know, it wasn't theme parky. It was just a beautiful room. I would choose to stay there now knowing what I know and having seen some of the other places, I mean, I would be happy, you know, no, no insult to, to other places and I would gladly check them out. But for me, that's my style. That's my taste. The win. Check it out. If you're trying, trying to go to, uh, to Las Vegas, uh, had a round on the golf course. The golf course was absolutely pristine, brand new. I think one of the best things that Fazio has ever done. It was just awesome. Um, as I joked with uh, with Tom, I said they gave you they gave you an unlimited budget and you exceeded it. And we both had a good laugh about that. But the money was well spent, and you'll see that when you go and play the course. So for the other things that those guys did for me, and the things that I suggest to you, so um, I suggest that you go see a show. Okay, I had a chance to go see a show. It was a very um, modern uh, experimental show that was at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Uh, it was. A late night show. It's the show started at midnight and it was raunchy. It was racy. It was creative. It was extra cool. Go see a show when you're in Las Vegas, you know, because there's so many choices. You can do music, you can do magic, you can do dancing. Uh, this show was sort of a combination of all those things. And, um, you know, just find one that you like and go see it. You'll love it. Uh, what else could you do? Oh, definitely go get a steak. And when you do go get a steak, go to Joe's Prime, Joe's uh, Prime Steak Seafood and uh, Stone Crab. There's only three locations in the country of this white tablecloth uh, steakhouse. One's in Washington, D.C. here. One is in Chicago and one is in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas boys will treat you right. Um, again, if you like a good old fashioned steak out, big, check out big hunks of meat, big giant red wines, um, the huge, beautiful sides, the Leonese potatoes. You got the... Uh, the asparagus wrapped in bacon, you've got, I mean, and they just brought things out. I was like, hey, let the chef try a few things out for you. And they'll do it for you. You know, you go in there and, you know, uh, they just they just ask, you know, it's all about a smile and a warm handshake and the whole thing, and they'll take care of you. Go to Joe's. Um, if you feel like having maybe the best meal you've ever had, go to Nobu. Uh, I went to Nobu, famous uh, Japanese restaurant. It has... Uh, locations uh, all over the world I think they have now Nobu they asked the chef to cook for me they gave me a chef's menu there and um, <clears throat> you were gonna have to set aside some cash for this thing okay because 
it's not a budget place. All right. It is not in your fast food category. But I'm telling you, if you're into sushi, if you're into Japanese food, this is the pinnacle. You're just not going to get any better. Um, I had uh, some beef, I think, that cost, what, $235, $235 an ounce, something like that. Um, believe me, <laughs> the... The, the meal, when they showed me what the meal would have cost, okay, that they did for me, the meal probably would have been, it, it could have taken care of, um, you know, uh, uh, the price of a, a, a decent car, you know, for a college kid. But it was worth every penny. You know, it's, if you do that, if you set aside and you want to have that memorable experience, that's the place. Check out Nobu. Um, what else should you do? Uh, you should go. We're going to talk about playing at the Las Vegas Country Club, but try to do that. We'll talk about that later in the show. Play as much golf at the two uh, courses on the Strip. Um, that's Win, and that's Las Vegas Country Club. One of the things that they did was uh, set me up for a trip to the Mob Museum. I'm a big mob guy. You know, I like mob history. Uh, I, I went there because I hadn't seen it, had heard so much about it, and had soaked up so much mob history you know, on my own that I wanted to go and see if there was anything that they could actually teach me. And of course they did, you know, I mean, they have it from the very beginning of organized crime in the United States, um, all the way up through the, the heyday of the mob and the outfit um, from Lucky Luciano all the way through to John Gotti and beyond, and even getting into the international cartels. These guys give a very detailed history and interpretation of crime. And then if you are smart, you can find your way. There's a speakeasy that's under there. It's a bar that it sort of has a 1930s feel. They actually have to give a password when you go in there and you'll figure it out. Unless you figure that out on, out, out on your own, how you get that password. But they're serving pre-prohibition pre style cocktails. They're also serving modern cocktails, anything that you want down there. It's a great atmosphere. Hit the Mob Museum. Another thing you can do to set yourself uh, apart or set your trip apart from others take a helicopter ride over Las Vegas at night. Now, they set me up for this thing, and I thought, you know, is this something I really want to do? And I'm not scared of heights of anything, but, you know, is it just, you know, what, is, what is this going to be, really? Um, I was, uh, I went out to the airport, and I got put it with the family, because I'm single, I was by myself, a single on this trip, and uh, they put me with a family from uh, the Bronx, and it was just the, the the coolest little family. A guy was taking his wife and his two daughters. So it's just us in there, six people in the helicopter. And uh, the guy's like, hey, girls, look outside. You're going to see Vegas from the air. I mean, it was just great to, to be with these guys. And, you know, you get up in the air and you see Las Vegas. I mean, you can appreciate Las Vegas when you're driving on the Strip, especially at night. You know, the lights, the excitement. But to see it from the air is just something with that God's eye view to 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 see this 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 creation, this this light show in the desert, I, I, it was just breathtaking. You know, I, I, I close my eyes and think about it and still I get goosebumps. And you know what? It's surprisingly cheap. I mean, it's really uh, not expensive. You can, you can go out there and see what it is. I think it's Maverick Helicopter Tours, the guys who set that up. Uh, but take the helicopter ride, man. Go out to the, uh, the airport and do that. It's a family thing. You know, they can do that. You can even... Um, take a, a ride onto the desert. You can uh, take that helicopter on longer trips, but it's a great thing to do. Um, I guess what I'm saying is Las Vegas, you know, obviously people think about it in terms of uh, the casinos and you know, if you're into that and slots and table games and that sort of thing, plenty of that for you. Sports book, absolutely do that thing. But it is a city that has literally something for everyone. And uh, now that you have the professional golf tour there, you have a focus on the spectacular golf and we as a golfers as a golfing community 
sort of center our travel around that thing. And I can tell you for sure that your experience on the golf course will be awesome. And believe me, Vegas will not disappoint with your experience uh, off the course. If you need some personal consultation as far as setting up your trip, just give me a holler. Operators are standing by. Um, but Vegas, man, I'm so excited that the tour is there. I'm so excited to be talking to these guys today and bringing up that trip. And um, uh, hopefully we'll get back there just as soon as possible, man, because it's been a year and I'd say that it's been too long. So I'm ready to go. And I bet you are, too. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back with our guests because this is a show about Las Vegas and I want to get into it. So uh, strap up, settle down, grab your favorite cocktail and uh, let's go to Vegas. Michael Williams, 19th hole, golf, WRX. What? I need a reason. I don't say money. Why do this? Why not do it? Because yesterday I walked out of the joint after losing four years of my life and your cold decking teen beat cover boys. Because the house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes, the house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. Been practicing this speech, haven't you? A little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed it. was good. I liked it. Welcome back to the 19th Old Michael Williams Journal. And, uh, you know, I always talk about having the best of golf and golf lifestyle. But, you know, golf lifestyle is a subset of a just greater, common, overarching great lifestyle. Part of that for a lot of us is, you know, putting a fiver every now and uh, now and then down on a, a hunch, you know. Uh, and uh, look, we're doing a show about Las Vegas this week. How can you not do a show that doesn't include uh, gambling? So um, we've had a press release that came across my desk Earlier this week, the headline is PGA Tour integrates MGM odds into upcoming telecast MGM odds to air during all four rounds of the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek. Now, that tournament is exciting to me, number one, because we had the tour in Las Vegas for two straight weeks. Uh, Number two, because Shadow Creek, I mean, come on, man, that's a legendary golf course. And now you have the opportunity to actually place wagers in cooperation with the PGA Tour. For this, I had to speak to someone, the vice president of media business development, Chris Wandel from the PGA Tour. Uh, Chris, welcome to the 19th hole. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Michael. It's good yeah, to be here. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, I guess I have to ask for all of our guests now because everybody's sort of either traveling or sheltering in place. I can't really figure out which one. Where are you right now? Um, I am in my car and I'll be in a more <laughs> stable location here in uh, the next five minutes or so. Awesome. Uh, going back to my home office from my office office so thanks for uh for bearing with me i hope you can hear me okay yeah yeah no problem are you in florida are you in vegas you, which, which part of the country are you in? i am in northeast florida in ponte Vedra beach where okay. the tour is headquartered the home of tpc sawgrass you've got the headquarters okay beautiful um so again i i saw this number one i mean how exciting is it number one to have the pga tour in in las vegas um at shadow creek you know this is of course that uh 
hardly anybody gets a chance to see. So I'm just excited to see it on television. We don't get a chance to see this. And now with the betting platform, how, how long has this whole thing been in the works or is it something that just came together kind of suddenly? Um, it's been in the works for a long time. The Shadow Creek uh, opportunity came together fairly quickly as we looked at our schedule, adjusted schedule uh, post shutdown. Uh, we were trying to figure out the best locations to play all of our tournaments to give our players the easiest and and safest access to to golf. And as you as you know, most years during this time we play a couple of events in Asia. So this week's CJ Cup is normally played in Korea, Jeju Island. Uh, next week's Zozo Championship is normally played in Japan. So with uh, travel concerns and health concerns. Obviously, we we worked with our partners in CJ and and now with with Shadow Creek owned by MGM as uh, as a great host venue for this week. And we thought that that Vegas would be a great venue to to host this event just because we were we're already on the West Coast uh, with uh, the Shriners right before this. Yeah. And playing two weeks in a row in Vegas is uh, like you said a, always a good thing. Yeah, it can't be a bad thing, can it? And uh, when you look at uh, this particular agreement with BetMGM, just give us an overall picture of, of how this thing works, because so many people are excited about this. I think there's a lot of different ways you can bet on fantasy teams and things like that. But this is this is something different. This gets a little bit more sophisticated. Talk to me about how it works and who the partners are. Sure. So we we adjusted our sports betting policy uh, this summer. I think it was around June 1st where any legal sports betting operator in the United States is now able to work with us, our players, our tournaments, and our media partners. But for a, for a betting operator to do that, they have to join what's called our official betting operator program. And in July, we announced our first betting operator to join this program in DraftKings. We had had a, a previous daily fantasy relationship with DraftKings. Mm -hmm. And our second official betting operator was BetMGM. And so BetMGM and DraftKings and PointsBet and FanDuel, those four partners are our, our, four, our first four official betting operators in the United States. Okay. So as we were in the process of negotiating our deal uh, to become an OBO with BetMGM, this opportunity to host the CJ Cup in the United States at Shadow Creek, again, owned by MGM, kind of came up and our tournament team, tournament and title sponsorship team, worked with the venue to make sure that we had a great location. You know, Shadow Creek is such a fantastic location, as you right. know. Right. And we, you know, we did this deal with MGM kind of alongside our OBO deal. And we did it a little bit as a test where we have never before put betting odds in our full core telecast on Golf Channel, CBS or NBC. And in working with Golf Channel, we decided that for this week, uh, just to, to do a, a big experiment, we would integrate odds throughout the day a couple of times an hour uh, to complement our telecast. We're really doing it to learn as much as we can, see what fans like, see how our our partner uh, Golf Channel talent kind of handles the, the integration of the graphics and the odds and things like that. We're going to see how it goes. Okay, so it's but kind it's, of a, it's, a trial, kind of a pilot uh, program. It is. It is. We don't we don't have uh, any plans in the short term to do anything else other than this week. We have been doing this for several weeks in our over-the-top video product, PGA Tour Live. Uh, we started doing that with DraftKings back in August at the Wyndham Championship, mm -hmm. where, you know, a few times a day we'll bring up, you know, head-to-head matchups, and the odds are 
sourced by DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, it'll be a little bit more uh, frequent in the BetMGM integrations this week for the CJ Cup, but we really just want to, you know, we want to do it and try it and see how it goes and then adjust our policy and strategy moving forward. You know, we do see in the future that there will be either feeds available or uh, integrations or opportunities for betting odds to be a, a part of a telecast, mm -hmm. whether that's a specific telecast or our core telecast is, is we have a lot more work to do before we decide that. But we're really looking at this as a very exciting opportunity to test and just see what works and see what fan, see how fans react. We're talking to Chris Wandell. He's the vice president of media business development for the PGA Tour. Michael Williams, your host here on the 19th hole. Um, this is all fascinating to me because I am old enough to remember when betting was just, there was a stigma attached to it. You just didn't want to connect um, gambling, wagering, and sports. And look how far that has come. You know, in the last, even just in the last five years, if you will, you have things like DraftKings and that sort of thing. And now you have the PGA Tour, which is, you know, let's let's be honest, one of the more conservative sports that are out there sort of embracing this. Is it an attempt to reach out for a new fan or in response to something that's been requested by existing fans combination or combination of the two? I think it's a, it's an equal combination of the two. We see uh, we have a very broad uh, and we've thought about it for a long time, a long-term strategy on, on sports bet, legal sports betting. And we, we do see it as a twofold strategy where we do see new fans that have never been interested in golf before, but happen to like betting. And we believe that our product is very well suited for, you know, a high frequency of bets, a, a different sort of uh, variety of bets, stuff you can't really get in other sports. And we also, we play across four days, all day long for 40 plus weeks a year. It's a very uh, interesting sport from a sports betting perspective. So we do think there's going to be new fans because of this. Secondly, we think that for core fans who love golf and have never bet before, we think this is going to be in a responsible way. We think this is going to be a way for deeper fan engagement to get much more into the statistics, get to know our players better, and really just to offer a, a more fun and, and, and diverse way to, to watch our sport. And let's get down to the nitty gritty. What kind of bets can you place? Uh, I know there's, when you get into Vegas and you go into one of the sports books, I mean, my eyes begin to glaze over when you look at the, the, the myriad of different ways that you can actually make a bet, make a wager. Um, how many kinds of options are you giving people this week? Um, so it's it's the betting operators uh, in the United States and all over the world that are that are giving all the making all the markets. We what we do is, you know, we provide um, the content and some of the marketing assets and IMG Arena provides all of the data and the markets for uh, for, for betting operators around the world. In fact, last week they, they rolled out their first version of our of our betting product with Bet365. But eventually you'll be able to bet on every shot. Um, you know, you can't do that today, but with our deep and rich shot link data that, that powers uh, our IMG Arena official betting relationship, you'll be able to, in the future, be able to bet, you know, who will hit it closest to the pin next, who's wow. going to drive it 320 yards, which player is going to win this hole. And we see oh. a big opportunity. Today, the bets that you'll be looking at uh, that you'll see on the golf channel will be fairly standard kind of end of, you know, lowest round, uh, most birdies, end of tournament winner, top 10, top five, make the cut, things like that. Um, but really we're trying to get 
uh, viewers and, and fans kind of used to the vernacular. You know, this is a high percentage of people that don't know what plus 120 means or, you know, what 12 to 1 odds really mean. Right. So we're, we're trying to get to that point where we can start to work them into our content uh, across our media partner platforms and our own platforms. And we're doing it in a hopefully, you know, appropriate way. And, you know, every major sport that has embraced um, wagering the way you have has also created content to your last point to both educate and to educate the uh, the unknowing and to edify the experienced gambler and give them information to help them be more successful. Uh, is there any content that's planned to create sort of a, a, a show that's specifically designed towards the, the, the golf fan who's consuming this and also making wagers on a regular basis? There is. There is right now. Um, we announced a partnership back in March with the Action Network. And the Action Network is a startup that, you know, positions themselves as the Bloomberg for sports betting. You know, they don't take bets. You can't it. place a bet on their platform. But they, they are providing content for sports bettors. And we created a new, a new brand, a new platform with the Action Network called GolfBet. So if you go to GolfBet.com or follow GolfBet on Twitter or Facebook or um, any one of their other platforms, you'll have all day long analysis, tools, statistics, opinions on who's going to win this week, who's going to be the low man in the field, who's going to win the head-to-head -head matchup between uh, Rory and, and, and Bryson. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're already doing that. We're also... And we're we're showing our own fans. If you, I bet if you go to PGAtour.com right now, you'll see an article somewhere on our homepage that's from GolfBet. And GolfBet is a it's a platform that we, you know, consider our own. It's a you know effectively a JV with the Action Network, but that's where fans can go to get uh, their their most accurate, uh, deep and rich sports betting content around the PGA Tour and golf. Fascinating to me. And is this going to be legal? Everywhere? I mean, it's a broadcast, so the broadcast is available everywhere. Is it legal for anyone to make a bet anywhere? I, that's something I don't know particularly about. No, no, no. So, so the, the, the Golf Channel telecast will be national. Right. Um, in the U.S. only. We, we actually, I think we're planning to take the odds out of the international feed, which we kind of clean up and send to all of our media partners around the world. Mm -hmm. um, but for if you're anywhere in the U.S., you will see this as content. You can't place a bet legally in all the states. Uh, it's somewhere between seven and ten that are legal right now, where you could actually place a bet on your phone. Um, you know, New Jersey's one, um, Chicago, uh, sorry, Illinois, and and many other states are are live now with operators like DraftKings, BetMGM, FanDuel, etc. Right. But you know, the forecast is a lot of these states are going to come online, you know, soon. And you know, we're expecting, and the market's expecting, more and more states to roll out as as uh, as they get their, their bills in place and, and make it legal. And I guess I can't leave you without asking, um, uh, does the PGA Tour uh, share in the revenue that's generated by something like this? We, we don't. We, we, we believe it's a big commercial opportunity. Um, you know, what we do is we sell our rights to the operators and, you know, we, we give them rights to, you know, use our name and mark um you know use our content you know mm -hmm. you'll you'll actually see in in, in the bet mgm app today uh mm -hmm. this will be for the first time ever we're also and this didn't make the press release because we weren't sure we could get it done in time but you will actually get real-time highlights delivered to you in the bet, bet mgm app as of today oh so that's that's breaking news here yeah so okay. if you uh if you if you have a 
you know, if you're logged into the BetMGM app, you got to be logged in. And, you know, let's say you have a bet on Rory McIlroy and he makes an eagle on the ninth hole. You know, I'm not exactly sure if this is going to happen today, but over time you will be able to get a notification that said Rory just made an eagle. Your bet paid off. Here's your um, here's your highlight. Uh, do you want to go place another bet? So wow. that's kind of how we're that's kind of how we're envisioning the use case. And what you, what I think you'll see today is kind of, you know, not everybody's betting on the CJ Cup today. But what you'll see for BetMGM users is that, hey, here's a highlight. The CJ Cup's going on. This is what's going on in the tournament. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's pretty exciting. It's the first time we've ever done it before. Uh, all of our official betting operator partners that I mentioned earlier will have rights to put some of these highlights in their platforms. And we think that's a great way to grow fan engagement and, and drive kind of interest and activity in our sport. Well, I love to see the PGA Tour, you know, sort of coming out of its shell, you know, and, and, and doing things that are new, fun, exciting, getting people into the game, engaging people who are already into the game uh, in different ways. I think it's a, it's a really bold step. And again, what better place to do it than, than Las Vegas? Uh, so for people, we went through a lot of websites and a lot of partners here. To view the broadcast, of course, we'll go to the Golf Channel and we'll go to, I believe it's NBC this week on the weekend. Uh, this is a four-day Golf Channel event. Four-day Golf uh, Channel event. Okay. I, I'm Actually, you know what? I'm With the shift in the sports schedule, it might be on NBC this weekend, but it's usually a four-day Golf, golf Channel event. So we'll say but check you your local listings on that one. The broadcast comes on today at 5 p.m. Eastern, but PGA Tour Live available on NBC Sports Gold and Amazon is available right now. So if you want to turn it on and... Check out the course and see Shadow Creek. You go do that right now. Uh, and that is a thing to do. Going to be checking out this uh, this new technology. And, of course, you can go to your uh, the app store for whatever operating system that you have on your, your phone or on your computer and find that Bet MGM app, which lets you access those that functionality, correct? Yep, absolutely. Okay, beautiful. Hey, Chris, this is very exciting stuff, man. I, I know that uh, you're going to be taking a million phone calls on this one you know, as it ramps up. So thank you. For making us one of them and um, we'll definitely be in touch you know as we hear more news about how this is going and as you begin to implement it further i want to have you in and let you talk about that and uh let us know what we ought to be doing happy to do it look forward to catching up with you again got it man thanks appreciate it so much all right we'll see you that is chris wendell he's the vp of media business development the man knows what he's doing right he's got the facts at his fingertips um while he's cruising on to his next assignment and you know this is a big deal you know, for a lot of people who like to engage in sports in that way. Um, I don't gamble on other sports, but you know what? I might be encouraged to to make a couple of bets in this one. You know, I feel like I keep up with it enough and know enough about it that, you know, it would just make it fun. You know, I'm no expert, but it would still make it a, a fun thing to do and to keep you engaged in those in those tournaments, especially on a Thursday and Friday. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this is received, received by people. And if you have thoughts on it, please hit me up on social media. You know where to do that. But um, I, I look forward to seeing how this goes and how you respond to it. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more golf and stuff. Michael Williams, 19th old, golf, WRN. Vegas! 
Welcome back to the 19th hole. Michael Williams, your host here on this very, very special Vegas special. I'm so excited, man. I'm still feeling like these uh, deja vu moments from when I was in Vegas last year. And y'all may take this. Uh, you may be surprised by this because, you know, I've seen so much of the world as a whole, but there's a lot in the United States that I have not seen. And I really had not seen Vegas. I admit, I've been there once for two days on a business trip. Didn't see anything. Okay. This time I saw everything. And I'm telling you, the stories are true. Vegas, baby, Vegas. The highlight of the trip for me was where I was domiciled for my period of time that I spent there. It was at the Wynn Las Vegas, and I got to not only stay in one of their absolutely plush, plush tower rooms, I got a chance to play in the reopening round, the very first round of the reopening of the Wynn Golf Course. Joining me here to share in my reverie is uh, a guy who I met out there who has one of the choice jobs in the world, which is to be the executive director of golf operations for Win Las Vegas. He is my good friend, Brian Hawthorne. Brian, welcome back to the 19th hole. How are you, my friend? Hey, Michael, thank you so much. It's great to, to reconnect and, uh, you know, get the band back together, right? Uh, we had a, a, a special weekend uh, a year ago, and, uh, you know, thank you for all the kind words about your experience here. And, uh, you know, that's what we strive for day in and day out. Well, you know, I know that you do. I mean, it shows in every aspect of everything that you do. All that they got, all that they got there were just memorable experiences. As they say, warm welcomes, magic moments, fond farewells. That is what the win experience was all about, both off the course and on the course. But I want to start with on the course because that 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 track is just really something special. Reopened last year. So for those who don't know about this track, we just give a quick history of, of that um, of that particular golf course and how it got to the point where it was redone in the opening last year. Yes. So um you know this this hallowed ground here has been a, a you know golf course since the early nineteen fifties and it's uh uh, first uh, was the Desert Inn uh, Golf and Country Club, which was, you know, certainly a, a you know high visibility property. Host iconic. Of, I mean, iconic. The, the Desert yeah, Inn, really you know, iconic. Of, You're right. Yeah. Total Rat Pack hangout. Um, it was, you know, in the kind of the golf vertical. It, it hosted the PGA Tours Tournament of Champions for for over a decade. It played host to the LPGA Tour, the Senior Tour, as well as one of the legs of the Las Vegas Invitational uh, as a PGA Tour um, site annually. So one of the very few places in, in North America that's consistently hosted a, uh, a tour event from all three um, tours, wow. uh, major tours on, in the United States. So nice. a lot of great history. And, uh, you know, we uh, basically rebranded it in, in the early 2000s, had Tom Fazio come in and basically, you know, Totally redid the golf course. Uh, there, there's about 1,200 of the you know large specimen trees that we retained, but otherwise there's really not anything else that was uh, remaining from the desert in layout. Um, although there's still some great history in the in the um, corridors of this um, you know parcel of land, needless right. to say. Right. And uh, so Tom Fazio did that golf course in 2005. Did an amazing job. You know, ran you know as a you know a wonderful amenity for hotel guests here, but. You can imagine that that parcel of land certainly has you know, much other potential uh, uses, and the uh, chairman at that time had made a decision to uh, close the golf course and, and build a you know a, a different type of um, guest experience product. And mm -hmm. uh, we all knew that that was potentially an, a chance at some point. Um, 
things always are, are, are subject to change though. And, right. and, uh, you know, the course closed in 2017, late 2017. And then about, uh, a year later, uh, you know, some, some renewed thinking about, you know, how important golf was as a, uh, an amenity as well as a, you know, a profitable business center for the company. And, you know, we, uh, we reworked it, uh, with Tom Fazio and spent about a year doing that and, uh, reopened in October of, uh, of 2019. So, um, that's a, I guess a reader's digest version of, of the, the history of, of this parcel of land. Yeah. And to people like me who are so in love with the lore of Las Vegas, I fell in love with that because, you know, I'm a mob history guy and I'm a rat pack guy, you know, all of those things. So, you know, where the intersection of both of those cultures is Las Vegas and right there on that patch of land, you know, so there's so much, as you say, so much history, um, so much fun that's been had, so much money that's been raised over the years, and so much great golf that's been played at, at that particular location. Let's talk a little bit about this most current iteration of this Fazio layout, because I I, I thought it was just like, I, I characterized it as like a Vegas showgirl, you know, it just like, you know, kick your tongue out if you're in the front row. <laughs> yeah, you know what? When when you give a you know a guy like Tom Fazio literally a mulligan on a on a layout, I mean it's it it there's there's nothing but greatness that's going to come out of it. Yeah. Um, you know the the with the new convention space that we had introduced into part of the land here, we had to um, reorganize a few of the holes that are closer to the actual hotel. Um, so there's, there's eight, what we would call new holes and the other 10 um, still exist in familiar, you know, corridors, if you would, but, you know, we had a chance to, to redo every bunker complex if we wanted to, if we needed to, to move a green to, to have the whole shape out better. We did. If, if we, you know, moved specimen trees to a different location that made more sense. We did. Um, so we really had every opportunity to, to make any, you know, fine tuning of the dials, if you would, from, you know, wind golf club kind of 1.0, if you want to call it that, um, you know, in, in this renewed, uh, layout and, you know, gave, gave Tom Fazio a, you know, a new piece of land to work with in, in the holes that we had to move. Uh, so, yeah, it was a, yeah. a wonderful combination and, and he did a, an amazing job, you know, seeming those two together where it, it has a, a nice continuity where you can't really delineate where the older holes were and where the newer holes are. The thing that sort of impressed me about it, not only the fact that it was absolutely pristine. I mean, it's one of those places where, you know, like Foghorn Leghorn, you say, Hey, all my feathers are numbered for just such an emergency. <laughs> it seems like, like all the, each blade of grass had a particular serial number so that it could be replaced overnight or later that same day, you know, by some wind elves. It was just absolutely pristine. And the other thing about it was the the level of elevation change that you had and the variety of looks and vistas from what you would expect to be sort of a flat desert course. You know, you get that so many times when you get desert courses, but this one was really something special. Um Signature holes, what the holes that you think sort of best exemplify what I just described? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, that's a bit of a loaded question. It's like picking your favorite kid, right? Um, yeah, but, but you know, you uh, yeah, I guess the, the, the coined answer is we have 18 <laughs> signature holes, right? Um, no, but but it, it's hard to, to, to not address the, the 18th hole, um, which, you know, it's got an interesting story because it had transitioned from a, a, a lengthy par four to now a, a, uh, a very robust par three. Um, we kept the, the green complex in the same location. There's a 40-foot waterfall directly behind the green 
there's water to the left there's uh you know a, a stream that runs down the left side it's it's enveloped in large specimen pine trees and uh oh yeah there's you know, 4800 hotel rooms looking down on you and a you know a uh, half a million square feet of convention space uh and and a, and a restaurant all looking down as well so you know it, it creates uh, some wonderful theater if you would yeah. um and we all know uh that people tend to to wager while they're playing golf particularly in Las Vegas and and what a, an amazing way to to culminate around with with this tee shot here on number 18 so it's it's really tough to to pick anything out other than that other than that hole yeah i mean when you've got like you said the trees you've got the the wind uh tower you know sort of this uh uh this bronze glowing obelisk that's hovering over you and you imagine people watching out of their windows while they're eating their caviar sandwiches and you know you have the uh, uh the, the waterfall all you need is like background music there i say i i think right. what i said to was there just plant some speakers in the ground and just play people's walk-on music okay of choice right As totally yeah choose choose your walk-up music from uh from a you know a uh an ipod sitting there or something right i i will actually absolutely take a commission on that idea but uh <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing we did we did add in that was is is unique. We have a standing hole in one um, prizing structure there. So depending on which set of tees you you are playing from, you have an opportunity to win ten thousand, fifteen thousand, or twenty thousand dollars should you make an ace on number eighteen. And there's there's no buy-in. That's just automatically engaged once you're a you know registered golf guest here. So. Um, you know, added, uh, you know, another layer of, of uh, stimulus, right? Uh, as if we needed one. You had me at hello. Um, <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> that is Brian Hawthorne. He is the executive director of golf operations at Wynn Las Vegas. I am not. I am merely Michael Williams, host of the 19th hole. And uh, the golf course, again, pristine, available to guests who are staying at the, the Wynn Las Vegas. Uh, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, uh, the win in that experience. Number one, are you open for business now during this whole COVID-19 uh, era? Are you, are you open for business now? Yep, we, we are. We, um, we had a, a uh, pause for about 60 days in the spring. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were actually one of the very first entities on Las Vegas Boulevard to reopen. Um, so with that came obviously a lot of excitement uh, and, and uh, fanfare, but also a tremendous amount of responsibility because we really were a bit of the beta test on how to to operate a you know on strip uh, experience with all the new safety protocols that um, that we needed to do to keep our guests and employees um, you know with safety is the, the utmost concern. So okay, so you certainly you're, had to, to to rework all, you know basically all of our operations. So good, good. So you're open for business, and um, how about uh, capacity? Is it easy to get a room, get on the course right now? Or are you pretty much full up until next April? Um, you know, we we see a, a little bit shorter booking window, but we certainly have days where we're fully committed. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, weekends tend to be busier than, than weekdays, which yeah. is not unusual. But, you know, with a little bit of planning, you certainly can uh, can, can find a starting reservation. Okay. And is, is the course reserved for uh, guests at the win? You know, they get priority booking. So if someone is, is staying here with a confirmed hotel reservation, you have a 90-day booking window, uh, whereas if you don't, uh, it's a 30-day booking window. 30, so whether okay. it's locals or, or guests at other properties around town. Right. So it's, you, know, pay, you pay your money, it takes your chances kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I, right. Exactly. I, I, I got you. And again, 
the win experience. Um, just to let people know, you're talking about luxury, but modern luxury, and I think it's sophisticated in a way. You know, I'm just going to describe the win experience as as I got it, and you can tell me how you how you feel about it. Uh, but I, I've thought that, you know, again, you look at some of the hotels and they, like these theme park types of things. You know, whether it's Rome or it's Italy with the gondolas and, you know, on and so forth. You know, the, the pictures that we see and the visions that we see, but I'm not really for that. You know, I don't want to stay in a, in a theme park. I want to stay in a hotel and I love hotels. And what I love about Wynn was that this was a grown ass man hotel. You know, you go <laughs> to this place and it's for, you know, it's got a certain sophistication about it. It's got a certain level of, um, I don't know, it's modern and it's, it's also convenient, but it's also, it's just got this sort of glamour thing about it that I like to associate with, with Las Vegas rather than, you know, somebody walking around in a toga, you know, that doesn't excite me, but this, right, thing, right. this place was kind of cool. So that's what I felt. What were you guys going for? I hope it was something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, it, 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 you know, but it's also coupled with, you know, a very warm and hospitable, um, you know, air to it if you would so it's it's not intimidating uh you know we 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 run with a kind of an internal concept of you know people make people happy and and we spend a lot of time and energy in making sure all of our staff are are the right people when we're selecting them for the job and an ongoing training to make sure that we are putting the you know most amazing guest experience together so you couple that with all the elegant elements that you describe and yeah. and uh again i'm a little biased but i i think it's it's working out pretty good no no i mean you you absolutely hit on it and that was the other thing is that all everybody there you know while being sophisticated were also extremely hospitable and i even got to know you know a couple of people we're still friends and in contact i met someone who was best friends with uh, Nichelle Nichols. So if you were a, I, I, the only Star Trek I like is the first one. Okay. I dig Captain Kirk because like <laughs> we can't go into it now. It's blue, but you know, the guy was bombing around <laughs> space, hooking up with like green chicks, you know, and you got to respect right. that. Okay. But uh, Lieutenant funny. Uhura is uh, Nichelle Nichols, the actress who played uh, Lieutenant Uhura. And one of her best friends was there on staff and we sat and just talked about the life and her and that sort of thing. And this is just sort of standing around waiting for, you know, my car to get there. And so that, that sort of, uh, to me, sort of points up the level of, um, I don't know, congeniality that's built into the place along with, as I say, the glitz and glamour and the sophistication and the modern uh, amenities, all these things. And of course, there's the shows, there's the shopping, the restaurants are completely, absolutely off the hook um, at any time of day that you want to you can go get a five-star meal it's um it's really kind of the place to be i can't imagine wanting to stay any place else when i go there i know that as i say on the airlines you know you have choices but uh, with this one <laughs> I, I can't imagine um going to any place else so with the uh with the golf course now if people want to get out to to las vegas because now i guess the weather's going to be cooling off it'll be sort of prime time for you guys right the prime time to go play some golf in las vegas yeah, this is this is the time of the year. It's yeah. uh, you know, October, early November are, are just wonderful months here. It's yeah. you know, low humidity, uh, you know, crystal blue skies. I think the nearest cloud today is somewhere over New Mexico. Last time I checked, <laughs> so um, yeah, it's it's just uh, it's gorgeous, and you know that's that's what the Mojave Desert is is like in the fall. And it's yeah. it's really just a, a, a great time of year to be here and a great time to be outside. So. Beautiful thing, and of course you have the tour there for two weeks. And we were talking before, and you said. Uh, not only are you involved with your own property, you were involved with the uh, operation of the tournament that was uh, in town last week, the Shriners, no? 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, you know, it's a great honor that I was invited to be part of it, and I, I, I sit on our executive committee for the um, Shriners Hospital for Children Open. So, uh, you know, I did spend a number of years working at the the host venue. I was the head professional at the TPC, TPC Summerlin, you know, back in the late '90s. But now I'm I'm able to be part of the the team that you know kind of steers the, a lot of the decisions for the event and and assists with you know hopefully a successful operation during that week and as you can imagine like a lot of other events the, the planning starts for the next year the day after the conclusion of the tournament so uh you know it's uh we're on to 2021 at this point but yeah it was a you know wonderful field uh it was you know a unique situation where we've got you know back-to-back weeks here with the relocation of the the event this week, right. and uh, so it's it's great for golf in in Southern Nevada, and uh, you know puts us on on the world's stage for for two weeks in a row when it comes to to golf viewing. So, well, as I say, this is my anniversary, and I think I'm going to make it a thing. You know, I know some people come to uh, Las Vegas again and again and again at a particular time of year. I think you're going to be able to count me in that number, man. I think I'm going to be. Like if you turn the calendar and say, oh, it's October, Michael's coming soon. We're, we're, we're it's gonna... Michael week. <laughs> it's Michael week. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's put it on the calendar. I'm, I'm saving it in there right now. Dude, if that goes up in lights in Las Vegas, I'm going to lose it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, all serious, man. You guys do. All seriousness, you guys do such an amazing job out there. The course is magnificent. The whole property is magnificent. Kudos to everyone that you work with. When people want to go and check out this awesomeness for themselves, where can they find it online? So our uh, website is winlasvegas.com, and if you go under experiences, you'll be able to find uh, you know further details about Win Golf Club and everything that's involved. Beautiful, man. Hey, look, Brian, again, thanks so much for spending the time. I know that you're busy all day, every day. Thank you for uh, taking the time out. And um, you know, God willing, the crick don't rise. You'll see me sooner rather than later out there because God knows I love being there. All right, I'm going to hold you to that. So, uh, again, thank you for uh, for the invite, and uh, always a pleasure catching up. You got it, man. Thanks so much, Brian. That is Brian Hawthorne. He is the exec- wait, let's get this title right. executive director of golf operations at Win Las Vegas. You all think I'm overstating it. You think I'm a little bit over the top. You think that I'm actually shilling for this property. Number one, they don't need me to do that for them, okay, because that place has – People who are, I mean, the best of the best of the best, sir, you know, are telling people, hey, if you're going to come to Vegas, come to, come to the win. So they don't need me to do that. I'm just telling you how I feel about it. That place was spectacular. It was magnificent. And what I'm going to do is post as many pictures as I can this week on my uh, Instagram account. So you'll be able to see. You know what? I'm committing to that now. I'm going to just do a whole, like, big uh, uh, photo album, okay? Grandma and grandpa style. So yeah, everything that I did there, okay? Because it was food, it was drink, it was rides, it was shows, it was golf. It was absolutely spectacular. But again, the anchor <clears throat> of that whole experience was being able to spend it at the wind. So if you go there, don't make a mistake. Make this place We know where you pitch your tent, okay? You'll thank me later. Uh, let's take a break. Come back with more Vegas and stuff. Michael Williams, 19th Soul, Golf, WRX. The feds were watching Nikki play golf for so long they ran out of gas. Just what I needed, right in front of the control board. $100, whoever hits the plan.
Welcome back to the 19th Hole. Michael Williams, your host. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. I'm talking about Vegas, baby. Vegas, this trip that I took last year and now the tour is in Vegas for two weeks. So they know what I'm talking about. You know, the tour doesn't do anything wrong. Those people don't, don't do anything uh, by mistake. They don't leave anything to chance. So if they're having their tour in town for two weeks, you've got to know it's someplace special. Um, you probably already know. Much Many of you have been to Vegas. I was probably the last grown-up who hadn't been to Vegas. And again, that's probably why I still remain so excited. One of the highlights of my trip was uh, a place that uh, I got a book about this place earlier in the year. Some guys had written a book about the Las Vegas Country Club. I had the history around the place. It's, um, I guess, it's sort of a, a, a key role. It's foundational role in the building of the original Las Vegas. I mean, this place is old Las Vegas, but it's also new Las Vegas. Um, it is full of history, lore, and also some really great golf. You know, it's got it's got everything. So uh, it's a place that I was so excited to visit. And I'm at least as excited to have our next guest on. He is, in fact, the head golf professional at the Las Vegas Country Club. Please welcome to the 19th hole, Jason Edmiston. Jason, welcome, brother. And uh, it's so good to talk to you again. It's our anniversary. Did you bring me anything? Uh, yeah, I should, right? Uh, I, it's 2020, so it wouldn't be anything good. But, uh, <laughs> I, I certainly appreciate Touché. you having me on, and uh, it's hard to believe it's been a year already, and uh, it's also hard to believe all that's gone on in those uh, 12 months, both uh, good and otherwise. So uh, definitely good to talk to you. And ain't that the truth? I said, my whole philosophy for 2020 is to stay on the right side of the flowers, and we'll see what happens in 2021, <laughs> you know, but... Uh, Again, one of the highlights of my 2019 was definitely getting a chance to uh, visit the Las Vegas Country Club. Um, you can't tell the story without starting at the beginning and talking about uh, the history of the place, the founding of the place. Some of the most famous names in I mean, not just Las Vegas history. I mean, these are nationally known figures who were involved with the planning and the inception and the original membership in the early years of the club. So just uh, in a, a compacted way, give us the Reader's Digest, I guess, version of uh, the Las Vegas Country Club. Sure, you bet. Um, you know, the club was founded in 1967, which, you know, in certain areas of the country or areas of the world doesn't sound that old, but by Vegas standards, that's uh, that, that goes all the way back to the very beginnings of the, of the city. So there wasn't a whole lot here in those days. You know, the strip was kind of just getting started and yeah. just getting off the ground, certainly didn't resemble you know, what's there today. And uh, this property that the golf course sits on uh, immediately prior being a golf course was a, uh, a horse race track that had kind of a short and ill-fated uh, attempt at bringing uh, thoroughbred horse racing here to, to Las Vegas. And uh, that didn't work out so well. And so they, they had this land adjacent to the strip and uh, decided to build a golf course and, and a hotel over here. That that hotel was known as the, the Hilton Hotel for a long time. And these days is known as the Westgate and uh, our golf course sits right out there back door. If you go into their sports book, which is one of the most famous sports books in yes, the world, and, and yes, walk out the back door of the sports book, you're you're in our parking lot. So, <laughs> kind of an interesting uh, a location to have a golf course. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's a neat place. Uh, like you say, uh, a ton of history. It has a very uh, colorful uh, beginning uh, story where it's kind of a uh, a joint venture between the Hilton family on the hotel side and, and a group that was, let's say, uh, more than loosely affiliated with uh, with organized crime on our side. So <laughs> definitely yes, uh, yes. Some, some crazy stories about uh, how it all went down. 
Yeah. And I don't want to take away from it because I think people should like t- take a look at the book. You know, I'm going to pitch the book, The History of the Las Vegas Country Club, um, because it has so many of those stories. Again, I'm so into mob history. You know, I went to the I went to the mob museum in Las Vegas while I was out there and I was going around and, and I got the manager so I could make corrections, you know, from stuff <laughs> they had wrong. That's how into it I am. Or it's like, you know, you're missing that guy. You know, you should have had that guy in there because he was an intricate part of that plan. And that hit that never would have come off without that guy. So that's how much I'm into it. And like it's one of those movies that um, that almost everybody knows, whether you're into mob st- stories or not. Everybody knows Casino. You know, just what's a, a great movie with uh, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, uh, Sharon Stone and on and on and on. And it tells the story of uh, the guys who are in Las Vegas and the Las Vegas Country Club figures into that story. So I'll let you tell it. How does the Las Vegas Country Club figure into that whole story that we saw in Casino? Yeah, you know, it's interesting when you talk to people who were who were, you know, <clears throat> part of of that time period and, mm-hmm. and who were, you know, closely, you know, tied to everything that was going on in that movie, they they'll tell you that movie was not a very far stretch from reality. Um, you know, everybody who, who kind of knows the real story say, yeah, that movie is like 90% accurate, which uh, you wow. know, movie standards is is pretty amazing. So uh, most of what happened in that movie kind of happened within the walls uh, of Las Vegas Country Club. So we've, we've got the golf course here, and then there's a surrounding housing community. And so we kind of say, you know, within the walls would be the terminology. And, and uh, when you see the scenes of, uh, you know, Robert De Niro's character at, at his home and, and all the stuff that went on with his wife, played by Sharon Stone in the movie, you know, that all happened here inside the walls. That that home uh, sits right on our on our fifteenth hole. So yeah. um you know, that 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 uh, most of what you see in that movie that happened right here. So as you play this golf course, we've kinda of put up uh, historical markers all over the course that tell a lot of those stories so that you can kinda of see where things actually happened and how they went down and kinda of compare the real story to what was in the movie. So uh it's, it's you you mentioned the mob museum which is a really neat place for those uh, visiting las vegas i'd highly recommend checking that out and this golf course you kind of are doing two things at once one you're playing golf but you're also sort of getting an extension of that museum and, and getting to see a lot of the real life uh, locations for where a lot of that stuff happened exactly and uh one of the markers that you have sort of the uh a brass plate type of historic markers with some carefully worded text that shows uh, that uh, describes who played there and the different people and uh, where um, it's Lefty Rosenthal is the guy who we're talking about, who is the uh, the real person that uh, De Niro's character that Robert De Niro played. I think he was uh, Sam Rothstein was his name in the yeah. in the movie. Um, but one of those markers is not a brass plate and it really doesn't need any description. Um it is an airplane. And for those who have seen the movie, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But again, I'm going to let you tell it. Which hole and why an airplane on a golf course? Yeah, why is there an airplane? It's funny. When we put that airplane uh, in out here, a lot of people thought that an actual accident had happened. And so we're getting all these phone calls saying, hey, a plane just crashed on the course. We're like, well, you're right. A plane did crash on the course once, but it was a long time ago, and we're just recreating it. So, you know, there's the famous scene in Casino where the airplane lands on the on the fairway there. You know, the FBI agents are, are doing surveillance. And I think in the movie they kind of explain that uh, the plane ran out of gas and had to land on on a fairway. Well, what happened in, in reality, it didn't run out of gas. Um, the pilot of that plane says that the, it just kind of froze up on him. 
you know, as they were circling the golf course, they just kind of, the, the, the controls of the plane just kind of locked up on them and they just had to do an emergency landing. So they put the thing down in our 10th fairway and, and by all accounts, we're going to have a nice smooth, you know, no problem landing. But there were people out playing golf that day and, uh, this plane was going to basically run them right over. So they kind of <laughs> swerved the plane at the last minute. And, uh, that ended up putting the plane into the lake, uh, that kind of is in between our 10th green and our 11th and 11 tee box. Tee, so, right. so that lake is still there. So we, we bought this plane that is an exact replica. It's not the actual plane, but it's, it's the exact same model. And we painted the same tail number on it in the whole nine yards and put it out there in that lake along with one of those historical markers kind of explaining the story. So, uh, you get a good visual on on what uh, what occurred that day. It's just awesome because everybody knows that seat, you know. And you, you have Joe Pesci say like, "Oh, the Fed said," and you know, you can't use the language. I'll edit myself. I have to put this this podcast on HBO if I use all the language he used. But you get him, <laughs> the cops landing on the fairway, and it says a hundred bucks to anybody who hits the plane. <laughs> right, so, <laughs> right. Now, I mean, I couldn't resist. I definitely uh, sacrificed three <laughs> balls to the water gods. To go and hit the plane from ten fairway and from eleven t, you get a chance to go there hit the you plane go. just like Patchy did. And I, I, I gotta tell you, it's just so much fun to uh, just to be out there and experience all that history and all that stuff at the same time. By the way, I should tell everybody you're listening to Jason Edmiston. He is the head golf professional at the Las Vegas Country Club in Las Vegas, Nevada. I am Michael Williams, your host of the Nineteenth Hole. Really digging it this week because it's Vegas week, um, and it's not just the. Uh, it's not just the mobsters that played there. You know, it was uh, uh, the entertainers, the movers and shakers. Everybody was at the Las Vegas Country Club. Now you had the Rat Pack. You had Pat Boone. You had uh, even Michael Jordan used to love to to come and play there. And, you know, everybody knows he likes to make a better, too. Um, uh, you, you continue the list. Some of the other famous names you have seen out at the Las Vegas that have been seen at the Las Vegas Country Club. Yeah, the Jordan one, there, there's a good historical marker out there about his visit as well. Uh, uh, as the story goes, he was playing in a pretty high-profile high group, and they had some bets going that day, as, as uh, anybody who watched that uh, The Last Dance uh, <laughs> saw that Jordan yeah. bet on just about, <laughs> about anything he can possibly get his hands on. <clears throat> uh, but but as, the, as the story goes, uh, as they were teeing off on our ninth hole, which is kind of a do-or-die type of par five, um, one of the guys in the group was trying to get Jordan to kind of take a riskier line than maybe he would have taken otherwise by sort of saying, Hey, you know, when the, when the really good golfers are here, they, they cut at this corner and that allows them to get home in two. And, and, uh, so Jordan kind of backed away, looked at him, adjusted his line a little bit, <laughs> ripped it around the corner and was able to get home in two, made the Eagle and, and took all the bets. And, uh, so we kind of threw a funny little saying on there that, uh, don't poke the bear or in this case, the bull Yeah, <laughs> for, for Michael. So it I would did. imagine that's not the only time he's, uh, he shut somebody up <laughs> pretty quickly over the years. It seems to be kind of what he, uh, was born to do, you know, is to, uh, take challenges and, uh, to basically make other people pay. That is kind of what, uh, the, the whole Jordan thing was about. Uh, but but the country club again, you know, on the course is sort of a classic golf course, and I came at the perfect time because I believe you had just finished doing uh, your greens and your bunkers last year. Were they just 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 completed? Is that right? 
Yeah, you know, we've done, I've been here 11 years now, and we've done a few different renovations. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, what what the one you're referring to was just kind of a refurbishing of, uh, of the greenside bunkers to yeah. kind of, you know, do a little recontouring and... Uh, and uh, yeah, that's one nice thing here. You know, the the ownership of this club is really great about understanding its place. You know, as a historical club in in this city, where you know anything more than ten years old usually gets torn down and, and rebuilt again. So we're one yeah. of the only right. the only old things that has uh, really been kept uh, kept new. And when you come play here, not only do you get the great old history, but you also get to play a course that uh, you know, for my money, I, I'd put it up against just about anywhere in terms of conditioning and just the, the care that's taken to, to keep the golf course, you know, at its, at its status that it's always enjoyed. So it's, it's quite a round of golf. It's kind of a, a non-traditional course for Vegas in that it is what we would call a traditional golf course you right. know, in Vegas. Most everything is sort of desert style golf. And, uh, this is more of kind of a, a parkland course that uh, you really, to be honest, wouldn't even know you were in Las Vegas if it weren't for the stratosphere and some of the other buildings poking up on the horizon. Yeah, you. some of the but, things uh, that your aim points are. Yeah, the Westgate. And, you know, that sort of thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, you get reminders, subtle reminders that you're in, uh, exactly. in in Las Vegas. The other thing that gives you sort of that retro feel in the very best sense of the word is is the clubhouse because you go in and you get sort of that mid 20th century design. Um, that arc, those um, those lines that are so particular to that time period, and you know, again for me, I just love it. I'm totally into that Rat Pack thing, and I know you've did, done some renovations to keep the place modern, so you can keep up with the demands of a modern membership. But you've also retained that 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 charm from that era. Yeah, the building certainly has a lot of uh, mystique to it. I yeah, mean, when you walk yeah. in, you can almost you can almost picture some of the the Rat Pack guys hanging out in no the doubt. in the bar in the lounge area, and uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of photos around the around the club from you know just things that happened in the earlier days and some of the celebrities that have been here over the years. And uh, yeah, you kind of get the best of both worlds. I would agree. You get you get the great history, but you also get a you know state of the art experience. So. We, uh, we're, we're very proud of what we have here, and uh, we certainly uh, <clears throat> love for people to come and visit and kind of soak in some of the history when they're here in town. Indeed. So we know it's convenient. It's right there on the Strip. We know that it's great golf. We know that it is a private club, but I believe there's a bit of availability for, for those who, for some who want to come on and play the course. Yeah, there is, you know, and and this is kind of a, a neat part of the club as well. I mean, it is a exclusive private club, and the members, you know, are are definitely the ones who kind of have the run of the place. But you know, being so close to the strip and kind of having all this great history, uh, the membership here has always been very welcoming to allowing uh, a limited amount of visitor play. So, mm-hmm. if any of you out there are visiting Las Vegas, just you know, just reach out to, to Las Vegas Country Club. Um, to be honest with you, I'm the one you'll be talking to if you want to come visit and play here because uh, all of that does go through me. So just ask for Jason, and uh, if we're able to get you out here to see the place, we'd be happy to do it. Beautiful. And uh, should we get in contact with you by phone, by email, by come to the website? What's the best way to do that? Yeah, if you go to our website, which is just lasvegascc.com, uh, you'll you'll see contact information on there for for those wishing to play, and you can just kind of follow the prompts there. Um, 
it, it has my email, it has our phone number. So, yeah, just lasvegascc.com, and uh, we hope to see you out here. All right, is there any sort of password that we need to give, speakeasy style, something like that? To... Oh. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Well, if you get over onto the member side of the site, you, you'll see a lot of interesting information, but you're not getting over there without the password. <laughs> but you're not so. getting over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, tell them Mikey sent you. Mikey sent right. me. Mikey DC sent me. Um, but look, thanks so much for uh, for spending some time with us. I can't wait to get back out there because I've played some great golf out there, too. I got connected with a couple of members out there. And um, these are guys who are, as you I tend to meet at that golf course, guys who are uh, 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 <clears throat> involved with everything in town. They're involved with the gaming industry, involved with hotels. And uh, what I uh, what is Pat Boone's favorite hole? The par three. I forget which one it is now. It's on the back nine. 14, 15. Something in there. Yeah, our 14th hole is is known as Boone's Pond uh, because Pat Boone. That was kind of one of his favorite holes when he used to play here all the time. So well, got to have a hole named after him. Well, I I I missed an ace there by like two inches. That thing, I don't know how oh. it stayed out of the hole. So if I make that ace out there next time, it's Mikey and Pat's <laughs> hole. Okay, it's it's, it's <laughs> might have to rename it. Huh? <laughs> it's the Boone Williams Lake. You know, <laughs> point on. Co title. Give it another shot. Hey, man, again, thanks so much for spending the time. I can't wait to see you again, brother. You bet, Michael. Look forward to it. You got it. That is Jason Edmiston. He is the uh, director of golf there at uh, – head golf professional, I should say, at, uh, at the Las Vegas Country Club. And it's just such a cool, special place, man. If you're into that stuff, if you're into just, you know, a, a good martini, if you're into the Rat Pack, if you're into great golf, you're into – and you can drive by the, the hole and see the house – where um, or Lefty uh, Rosenthal, uh, Sam Rothstein, you know, actually lived the actual house where he lived. I took pictures of it. I got selfies, and I'm not a big selfie guy, you know. Uh, but I took selfies with this thing. There's just so much out there to see. Um, they interpret it so well, you know, with the historical stuff. And I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I'll just say when you get to 18, okay, if you're hidden from the fairway on 18, you may want to count, pace it off, or take your rangefinder. Okay, before you hit that second shot. That's all I'm going to say. All right. You figure it out for yourself once you get there. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more golf and stuff. Michael Williams, 19th hole, golf, WRX. That's it, and that's all for this episode of the 19th Hole. I want to thank our very special guests. We had Chris Wandell from the PGA Tour talking about how you can place wages on games. Now, we had Jason Edmiston talking about how you can play at Las Vegas uh, Country Club, one of the great clubs, I think, not only in Las Vegas, but any, anywhere in the country. It's such a great golf course and so full of uh, history and memories and all that good stuff. And also Brian Hawthorne from uh, the Win in Las Vegas. Great course, great property, nothing not to like. You better get yourself there. Um, you can get this podcast and all the great podcasts on Golf WRX at, drumroll please, golfwrx.com. You can also get us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere fine podcasts are sold. As for me on social media, you can get me on Instagram. That's Michael Williams TV. And you can also get me at uh, Twitter on Michael on TV. Both 
have operators waiting and standing by to take your questions. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for joining us. We do it all for you. We'll be back next week with another great show. And in the meantime, go out and hit some balls, hit them straight. And please do remember, do not count the days. Make the days count. Michael Williams, 19th hole, golf, WRX.